Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Marketing. My name is Gwen Montoya. I am so glad you're here. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. If this is your first time, thank you for giving it a shot. I hope that you have something cool to take away from today's episode. Today, I want to talk about making content, creating content, in fact. And more specifically, I want to talk about creating content with purpose. Now, I know that the word content is so overused in marketing world, right? We have content marketing and creating content and content that converts and content strategy and curating content and on and on and on to the point that this can start to feel like a really jargony word because that's the way that it gets used. And I know that as much as I try not to use it, I know that I I know I overuse the word content. There's probably even other things that I'm not thinking about right now. Let's talk about the definition of content before we go forward so that we're all on the same page. When we say creating content, marketing pros, we say this, we say it and then we just kind of drop the ball and expect you as the business owner or the person listening to us to just understand what that means. And I think a lot of times what happens is that it can maybe make you feel like if you just understood this term, then that would unlock the keys to everything else. That's not really the way that it works but I can definitely see how you might feel that way. So I want to talk about creating content and I want to talk about the definition of it, but I also want to say you are probably already creating content. It's just a matter of we have to think about the purpose behind it and give it some reason and give it a job. Creating content is important for your business. It's just that when creating content with purpose, we're going beyond just the jargon and creating a strategy and a reason for the content. Let's talk about what content as the word means when it applies to businesses. Content, when we're talking about anything that you create, is that if it is meant for your customers or your audience to see it in one way, shape, or form, that's content. That's the way that I think about it. So that means that if you write blogs, that's content. A podcast like this is content. The graphics that you create is content. Those social media posts, your website, All of those different things that you create that your audience is supposed to see and hopefully supposed to learn something from or take some action because they saw it, that's content. And a common place that business owners get stuck is that they create content because honestly, people like me say you need to create content for your business, but you don't necessarily have a plan behind it or a strategy. And so you end up creating content just to fill in that Wednesday 10 a.m. slot that you that you know that you're supposed to create content on for whatever reason. So let's pull that back a little bit and let's look at content a little bit different. So if you look at the last five posts on any one of your social media platforms, other than promoting a sale or a product, did you create those posts to do anything specific? Or again, were you just trying to fill that time slot that you gave yourself? When we are just putting out content just to put it out, it's not going to be as effective. When we are creating content and we understand that it has a job and we know how to tell it how to do its job, it's going to be more effective. What kinds of jobs does our content have? That might sound weird if you've never heard that term before. First of all, the job might look like educating your audience, teaching them something new either that they didn't know before, depending on your business, or something about you or something about your specific business. It could be something if I put out something about email open rates. And if you are a maker, it might be educating somebody about how to care for the thing that they bought from you. Education has a lot of different forms. 
And just because you have a business that maybe you're not seeing it as educational doesn't mean you can't put out educational content. It's just a matter of thinking about it a little bit differently. We can also talk about entertaining our audience, right? I think if you are on TikTok, you probably see a lot of entertaining, funny kinds of content, right? We're using that term there. But sometimes the entertaining is sharing a meme or something that is relatable and get somebody to pay attention to what you're doing. It could also be designed to send people to your website, like more of those sales kinds of posts or a landing page or an email sign up page. And we talk about the call to action, meaning that's just what you tell your audience to do, right? If you have a post and you want them to go to your website, you have to tell them to go to your website. Otherwise, they won't know to do that. We can also talk about posts having a job around establishing expertise, basically showing that you know what you're talking about so that that your audience understands that you're somebody who has experience, has education, can steer them in the right direction, all of those different, um, like, I know what I'm doing (laughs) kinds of posts. We can also talk about that some posts are just about building awareness. And building awareness is another one of those jargony terms. But basically, it means do people know about you? Do new people specifically know about you? Sometimes when we're talking about building awareness, we're talking about building awareness of a new product, meaning you're telling somebody about a new product. It's not necessarily a strict sales post, but you're just saying, hey, I have this thing. That's all building awareness is. So each of the posts that you make can have one of those jobs. Sometimes they might have more than one job. And there might even be a job that I didn't list that you think that your post should be able to do for you. All of that, when you think about it, your post has a job. And then when you are creating that post, it has a reason to exist. And hopefully it moves the audience in the direction that you want them to move in. And this isn't just about creating content for content's sake. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about just creating a mountain of content for no reason. But when we are a little bit more thoughtful with the content that we create, it helps to build the audience. It helps to build that community. It helps to build connections with the people who are following us so that they want to see more of what we create instead of just seeing an endless stream of sales posts or things that are kind of just disjointed and they're not sure what we do. Like they know that we do something, but they're not sure what it is. And sometimes that's because our messaging isn't clear. And sometimes that's because we are creating content. We're putting out information about our business, but it doesn't really have a job. Something else to think about is when we are creating this content, we are over and over and over again, right? Because we're not just creating one piece of content a month and never looking at anything else. We have to show up consistently, purposefully over time. And over time, our audience gets to see that we understand the things that they care about. We understand what they're struggling with. We understand how to help them. When somebody sees themselves reflected in that way, they have more trust and they are more likely to come back to you because they think of you when they think about that thing that they are struggling with or that problem that they have or that solution that they're looking for because you have shown over and over and over again that you have answers. Creating content with purpose, especially when you do it over time and you build that community it's a really good way to stand out from other people because a lot of other business owners won't do this either because they don't think about it. They don't care about it. They don't have time to do it. So taking time to put some extra thought and some intention behind your posts is a really good way to stand out from competitors. In fact, think about some businesses that you are excited to see either when they pop in your email box or they come across your social media feed. What is that thing that makes you stop scrolling and pay attention? 
Why do you like their content? What about it stands out to you? Now think about how you can maybe bring some of that magic to your own posts. And I'm not necessarily talking about fancy transitions. Obviously, those are very eye-catching. But I'm talking about more the posts that really make you care about a business. Because I don't think that necessarily fast and fancy videos are the thing that makes somebody care about a company or a person behind the company. But think about the reasons that you care about the companies that you care about. And how can you bring some of that to your own business? And when we're talking about creating content with purpose, obviously we have to start with your audience. You have to understand your audience and you have to understand what they're looking for, what questions they have, what challenges they have, what are the things that interest them? Because when you create content that matches those interests or those questions, then you are creating content for them and that's going to help you stand out. So how do you know what kind of content to make, right? We actually have a lot of data available to us that is free and easy to access. So the first thing that I would look at is your analytics, either your Instagram analytics, your TikTok, your Google analytics, wherever it is that you have access to that kind of information, which posts are performing well, which kinds of posts always perform well for you. And I don't mean just likes, don't get stuck just looking at your likes or your views, go into the actual analytics to look at them. But maybe you are a new business and you don't have access to that. Or maybe you are serving an audience that you're not excited to serve right now. And because maybe your business has shifted and the kinds of followers that you have now are maybe not the kinds of followers that you really want in the long term. So how else can we learn about the audience that you have now or the one that you want? There's a couple of different ways to do that. We are going to start with your gut. And I know that might sound weird, but you know your audience right? You know who they are. So put yourself in their shoes. What kinds of questions do you think they would have? What kinds of concerns? What would they like to know? You can go look at your competitors as well. Like what kinds of posts that are not sales posts are performing well for them? Why do you think that is? What can you learn from what they're doing? What seems to be resonating with their audience? Because their audience, if they're a competitor, is probably also your audience. Depending on your business, depending on what you sell, what you do, Facebook groups might be a good option for you. You can go and see, especially the ones where your audience is going to hang out, what kinds of questions come up over and over again? What kinds of concerns do they have? Because they might be expressing concerns that you can address. And when you address the concerns before somebody knows that they have them, it really does help to build trust. You have some general content ideas, then think about how your audience your specific audience really likes to take in that content? Do you think that they like videos or would they prefer to read? Do they like summaries and, you know, like just highlights? Or do they like to go deep and really read into some longer explanations? Are photos really important to them? Are the aesthetics of how something looks really important to them? Or is that not as interesting? The more that you think about your audience, the more that you think about how can you create content that is interesting specifically to them, the better your content will be. This is going to be an element of experimentation, testing, seeing what works, and then refining it and drying it and trying it again. And that's why your analytics are so important because when you start and you have a general idea of the posts that tend to do well, then you can create more of those posts and then see how those perform. And then if those don't perform as well, was it the graphic? Was it the video? Was it the caption? 
There's a lot of different things to consider. And the trial and error aspect is something that will just, you'll always be tweaking, especially because algorithms change as well. And that will always have an impact on the kind of content that you create or how far it goes, I guess. But if you're always creating content with your audience in mind, even if it doesn't perform well in the algorithm game, I guess, if it's landing with your audience, even if it's not getting a million views, even if it's not going viral, and we really need to move away from the idea that going viral is any kind of business plan, but if your content consistently resonates with the with your core audience and those are the audience people that you want to serve, then your content is doing its job. Just because a, a piece of content didn't go viral or didn't get a million likes or wasn't shared 800 times doesn't mean the right people aren't seeing it. So that's why it's important to not just look at the likes. We need to look at the comments. We need to look at the shares. We need to look and see which pieces of content moved somebody from a social media post to our website, which pieces of content via email or blog caused somebody to make a purchase. Because when we are aware of those things and we are thinking with that in mind when we are planning our content and being able to track it and test it, we'll be able to create better content over time and that content with that purpose will do better for us. And if you're thinking, Gwen, that sounds like a lot of work and I think I would rather not do that, that's completely fine. But I do think that creating better content over time helps us grow our business, which means at some point, ideally, you can hire this out. I also want to encourage you to take as many shortcuts as you can. And one of the best ways to do that is to reuse, recycle, and repurpose your content. Just because a piece of content appeared on Instagram does not mean that it can't appear anywhere else. Just because you talked about something in an email to your list doesn't mean you can't talk about it somewhere else. Just because you used something a year ago doesn't mean you can't clean it up and post it again. And in fact, there's evidence that reposting popular content that has performed well in the past will perform well again. And over time, when you get to reuse, repurpose, and recycle your content, you'll save time, but then you'll also see which pieces of content tend to perform better on some platforms or in some ways than others. And before we wrap this up, I really want to remind you that social media platforms are moving towards a search kind of functionality and that people are actually going to social media platforms to search for products and services that they are looking for. So make sure that no matter how great your video is or how beautiful your photo is, you're also using search terms that your audience would use to search for what you do in your caption. That's really important. And also caption your videos as well because those are also searchable. So that is also creating content with purpose because you are creating content that is designed to be found, not just looked at once. We're going to wrap this up by talking about how to tell what's working. Now, obviously making sales is a really good indicator that something is working, but there are some other ones depending on your business, depending on how fast people buy from you. Some of the other indicators that things are working, that you are hitting your target audience, that you are Oh, that's another jargony term. Sorry, that you are connecting with that audience that you want to connect with. Are people leaving comments? Are they sending you DMs? Are they saving your posts for whatever reason? Are they reaching out? Are they responding to your emails? All of these things are indications that the audience that you're talking to is hearing what you're saying and responding to it. Now, if that's not the audience that you want, or your audience is not responding, then one of the things that you can do is test what causes your audience to respond. 
Is it humor or is it something that's a little bit deeper? Is it something that's really thoughtful? The more that you test and experiment and see what your audience responds to, that gives you data sets, that gives you information that you can look at in your analytics and then make better decisions going forward. Hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions, please email me gwen at gwenmontoya.com. And the show notes will also be a link to a blog post that has um, some links that you can click on to get to some other resources that obviously I can't provide for you here in the audio. There's also a mini course that is all about creating content with purpose, where I go into it a little bit deeper. There's also a whole 20 some page workbook to help you figure out who your audience is, who you want to talk to, give you better understanding of optimizing your posts going forward. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave me a review. Reviews help people understand that this is a podcast worth listening to.